Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 121 of the WW Bro podcast with me, your host, comedian Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night from Facebook. Facebook Live. We're back on Facebook Live. And as always, you can find the podcast at www.podcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And please don't forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading them. You love writing them. Let's keep on doing it. I want to see them. Do it now. All right, folks. So uh, we were talking about it. The live podcast has been postponed, uh, unfortunately, due to the pandemic going on here in New York. Uh, They moved it to after i think it's may 30th so the podcast is supposed to be may 23rd so yeah no live podcast happening right now but we will have a date working on it in the future we're trying to find a date that we could just make the date and not have to go ahead and keep changing it like we've been doing but again we can't control things that are going on it is what it is basically um and guys i am so happy tonight to be joined by one of my best friends in the whole wide world Comedian Tracy Carnazzo. Tracy, so thank you for coming on the show. Oh my god, thank you for having me. I've been waiting for years for you to ask me to be on your podcast. But I, I, I just didn't I never really wanted to bring it up because it just was painful for me. <laughs> I was always actually afraid to ask you to be on the podcast. Really? Well, yeah, because you know, you this is what you do. You're you're a podcaster. This is like your I mean, thing. This is what you do, Anthony. We're we're podcast friends. We, I mean, we're real life friends. We are real life friends, friends, and we are podcast friends. But I felt like you know, I I, I don't know. It was just kind of weird, like because you are very successful at podcasting. So as are you. I do what I can, but you know, I just yeah. I didn't feel like I don't want you to think I was just like you know having you on to because I wanted your followers or anything. It's just weird. I don't know. I, I've been wanting you on this podcast. Um, you do just want my followers, and I understand that. I mean, you have been, um, you know, romancing the teen mom girls for, for years now, and they just absolutely adore you. My entire fan base <laughs> adores you, and they're always like, when is Anthony Domenico coming back? We need Anthony. We need Anthony. Well, I listen, I'm always excited to be on that podcast, and I, I love your fan base. They're absolutely amazing. And we got some guys actually checking in right now. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Victoria says, Hey guys, what's going on? Hey, Victoria, how are you? Uh, Laura says, hello. There's Laura saying hello to everybody. What's going on? Laura's actually a guest a few episodes ago. Very good podcast. Yep. Uh, we have Courtney says, hello. Hey, you two. Uh, what's going on? Courtney. Courtney. She's probably one of your followers. And, uh, one of my followers. Lisa gave us a thumbs up. Lisa gives a thumbs up. Thumbs up approved. So everything is going great on the comment side. Everybody's thumbs up. And I think Lisa was actually giving you a banana. Uh, I think that you can't see. Is that what it is? Oh, yes. Hello, banana head. You know, funny story on that. Um, Lisa's daughter. uh, We I know we met each other through Instagram and with Weight Watchers. Now everything is on is on zoom. Like, you know, you're doing yeah. working from zoom, zoom meetings. So now everything is on zoom and people are coming in from all over the country. They're coming into different workshops and, and meetings. And it's, it's really, it's a lot of fun. So a couple of weeks ago, um, Lisa was at one air, uh, was at her house and her daughter was at her boyfriend's and she was saying that she never eats bananas, but she ate a banana at a boyfriend's house. And her mother goes on the zoom workshop that's because she loved your boyfriend's big banana. And the whole place went, <laughs> the Zoom call, it was lost. It was just. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> one of the funniest moments on, and we still every every Zoom call, every Zoom thing that we we say bananas or whatever. It's pretty funny. Would you think that was still a zero point banana? I think so. Yeah. Mm, what do you I think? So. I really hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate to eat a banana and then have to count it. Yeah. <laughs> so her mother actually said, "Look, yum bananas." <laughs> I see that. Lisa, you are out of control. You are a wild animal. Yes. Um, and I wanted to actually bring you in for the, the weigh-in results because I miss, like, calling you after my weigh-ins or talking to you before my weigh like, having that meltdown and, and everything. I, so I want to have it now as we're right here. I, I know you weigh in too early for me. I weigh in, like, at six at 6.20 in the morning. Yeah, that's way too early for me. You're better off catching me even, like, at 3 in the morning than than six in the morning you're not up at that so time went to, went to pop watchers today huh i went to pop watchers yeah so i, I went to pop watchers and i'm only down point two. that's okay and I, I wanted more i thought i was getting more um anthony we all want more we do all want more that is true but you know looking back at the week i had, I had a lot of things going on where i was running around here and there and i just sometimes i didn't one night I didn't even eat. I had a protein shake instead of eating. So, you know, could that have done something? Who knows? Could I have not gotten enough food? I, I don't know. But I tried to really pay attention to my hunger instead of just going for the blue dot. Right. Because I've been like crazy about these blue dots. I had, <laughs> I had 43, in a, 43 days in a row. The streak ended on last Tuesday. But I had four out of seven this week. Right. I don't know. I, I thought it was going to be... Um, I thought it was going to be more of a loss. So hopefully next week, the, the, as I say, the check is in the mail. Yeah, of course. I just, you know what it is? I, I'm getting, you know, I used to really enjoy the first thing that, you know, obviously you know about me is that when you have a gain, I love it. And it's not because I wish you, you know, bad will or anything like that. I adore you. But I loved when, you know, back in the day, like when you first started this and you would have a loss, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh my God, do you think he's going to quit? Because that's how I always was when I was on the program. Yeah. So just seeing you like kind of like breeze through losses and like power through was the biggest motivation that I've ever seen um, and that I've ever had for weight loss. It's like, okay. okay, so sometimes you gain weight. Sometimes you gain a lot of weight. Sometimes you gain a lot of weight for a few weeks and sometimes you don't. Like yeah. it's just, you know, up and down, up and down. And like just seeing that in real time and seeing you never give up because you have no choice now because you have an army of loyal followers. Uh, <laughs> that's exciting for me. Well, it's and, not just the, the, the followers. Uh, it's I'm not giving no, up. Because... It's, the, it's the support, though. It's the support. Oh, of these it's people that amazing. I mean, we're we are all watching you. We are literally this is this isn't Weight Watchers. This is everyone watching you. <laughs> We have been watching you for years now and we want to all, we all want, want to see you win. Yeah. But we're also like, I think that when we look at, um, like when you scroll through Instagram and you see like people's before and after pictures, you always try to find yourself in that. And you always try to picture yourself in these things and like your weight loss journey. Like, you know, I picture myself in it and I'm like, oh, if I had that loss, I'd be out. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, it sucks. I'm mad and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, you know but I'm still counting my points and I'm still doing the program. And it's like, no, 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 no. You're supposed to quit at this point. That's when you quit. Well, that's <laughs> what I usually would quit. It's actually yeah. a different way. Yeah. So you showed me there's a different way to do things. And that's what uh, I find most inspirational about you 
So that's why when you have a gain, I'm like, yes, show the people the gain. <laughs> well, yeah, and you actually, and I, I mentioned it on that episode. You, one night I gained, and I was so aggravated and so upset. I wasn't, even, I didn't want to do the podcast, and I called him. I'm not doing it. I'm done. I'm done. And you were like, you talked me off a ledge. And that's why I was actually, it's funny that you said that my next topic, I have it written down here. Tracy loves when I gain and I love, a <laughs> love a good gain. And it's true though. I mean, if you do, if you don't show both sides of it, I mean, cause listen, anything on social media, we see people live fairy tale lives. It's mm-hmm. no, no one, every married couple is the, the happiest couple in the world. Yeah, it's their and, highlight reel. Yeah. And I, and that's one thing. And that's one of the reasons why I never did an, a, a separate just WW page as far as, um, you know, uh, my weight loss separate from everything else. I wanted to show everything uh, on my comedy. I wanted to show my weight loss. I wanted to show my life and how everything's affected by it. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't do two. And that's one of the reasons yeah. why now I don't, I don't have it because if I feel like if I do that, that I'm hiding something from my life and maybe I'm not, you know, I know, I think people would maybe have more followers, but to me, it's not about the followers. It's not about that. It's about showing that this program is, is, is livable and it's able, you're able to do it no matter what your lifestyle is. So that's one of the reasons why I'm so open and honest about everything. Yeah. I really enjoy that about you. And so, you know, I, I just, I get frustrated for you as well. Like as much as I love a good game and I don't love the game all the time. I just, I just like to see real life. I like to see, I like when you're real. So yeah. that's why I say that. But, um, I get frustrated and like, sometimes I think, you know, even for myself, I'm like, is Weight Watchers always the answer? Like, I don't know if it's true. I mean, is there a point where, you know, Weight Watchers doesn't always work and you know that I've struggled on this program on and mm-hmm. off for years and, you know, I do it now and I do struggle with it and I have, you know, different, um, you know, digestive issues and autoimmune diseases that, that make me struggle with it. But I just always wonder, like, you know, can we go any, you know how I am? Like, I always tell you, like, go get a checkup, go mm-hmm. get your blood work done. Because it's like, is this, is it not your fault? Well, I am going to, once this whole pandemic is over and I, I'm going to go and so, you know, two things about, and I don't want to go to the doctor's office now because people are, are sick. Oh, um, absolutely not. But also I, I don't want to waste the doctor's time when there's somebody else that could use it a little no, more. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that either. I canceled all my checkups. Yeah. So I'm going to, when this is all over and it's, you know, I feel, you know, I, I feel comfortable now. I mean, I could be, you know, but I just, to me, I feel right now people who need a doctor need a doctor more than me just going to get a checkup. And I, and if I gain and lose the same three pounds during this, that's fine. That's not as important as somebody sure. getting medical attention they need. Um, but I'm, I'm going to get some blood work done and you know, who knows, it just might be a plateau that I have to work through or I have to really limit my calories and my body's always been fickle and the older I get, the worse it gets. So maybe there is something. Isn't that so true though? It's like, we felt like, um, when we were in our twenties, how, Oh, this is so hard to lose weight. It's so hard. And then it's like, Oh no, no, no. This is actually hard to lose weight. Like it was hard then. And it's like, this is way harder. And like older women always say that, right. They're always like, lose it now. It's going to get harder. And Mm -hmm. you're like, whatever, it doesn't get harder. You just, it's just calories and calories. out. And it's like, no, mm, it's not really. See, the thing for me in my early twenties was, is that I was still active. I was like Chris Farley active. Like Chris Farley is a big guy, but he was running, jumping around. Like I used to do wrestling stunts in the Mm -hmm. walk-in, the deli I worked. I would line up the boxes 
and do like elbow drops into him and flips into him. Like I wasn't pretty. I'm not saying I was the most. How many activity points do you think the the walk-in a freezer? Wrestling got, I think I would have had so many activity points. I would have been like able to eat ice cream. It would have been amazing. <laughs> I think I would do more cardio if I had a walk-in freezer in my house. Yeah, because it's nice temperature controlled. You can go in there. You get a little chill. It's, it's It feels mm-hmm. good. You're never really sweating. That's my ideal situation. I one time did, I, I put a box in the middle of the floor at the deli, and I just did like a drop onto it like a full body drop. Like I just jumped off, right. jumped off the chair onto it. It was, it was so stupid, but like, I yeah, used, I'm glad that we moved past that, but I used to do all these things and I played like football and softball. So I was more, so, and I even think in high school too, that I would listen. I wasn't the most, I wasn't the most athletic person. I wasn't, I was so sucking wind, but I could do things. And I think that gets you know, in your head too. When we were in high school, Anthony, you forget this. Like before we had cars, did you used to walk? Play, like we used to walk everywhere. everywhere. And I used to Everywhere. walk home from school like, every day. School. Yes, I walk from school, and it sounds so stupid now. But my <laughs> school was like fairly far away. Yeah, this is the second high school that I went to, and it was fairly far away. And I would walk home and back, but like that was a good four mile walk that I would do every day, like without thinking about it. Yeah, like, my high school wasn't that far, but like I'll drive it now sometimes. Pat, going home, like well, I used to walk this every day, and it wasn't an issue. Every it wasn't day, a problem. I, I used to, well, I used to get dropped off in the morning, but I used to oh. walk home. Usually, well, I used to not, so. Oh, uh, my, my dad was leaving for work that time. So it was my 10 minutes listening to Howard in the morning. Um, but it was just like, you know, that walking home every day and it wasn't an issue. It was just, I like, walked home from school and that was it. And right. I didn't think about and it. Then you walk with your friends like on, walk- the, on the weekends, you walk with your friends. And mm-hmm. I just remember, um, you know, I always struggled with my weight, even when I was younger, uh, but I do remember getting my license and I remember uh, just being so much lazier. You know, you're parking in front of places and then, you know, at night you're with your friends and you're hanging out and you're going through the Wendy's drive through. And I just remember the first time I felt like when I was walking Yeah. and I felt my butt on the back of my leg as I, as I walked and I was like, oh boy. That, that's a thing? Well, yeah, like I could feel like like the the friction of my butt cheek on the back of my thigh, like as I walked, it was like my butt was getting bigger. And I was like, this is not, I mean, I could use some butt, don't get me wrong. But I was like, this is like, it was like a fat roll on my butt. I'm like, no, this is not great. This is not good. But it's just, it's something that happens, you know, when you're younger, you are just more active. Like, you know, you're walking and I always, um, I always rollerbladed. And yeah. rode my bike. Okay. And, I rode my bike and, and as a kid I had a skateboard. Imagine me on a skateboard, I had a skateboard now. I had, uh, yeah, I mean, like, listen, I'm not going to brag, but my screen name on AOL was Skater Trey with the eight instead of. How cool is that? Yeah, I was a skater. I had a, I had Jenko jeans and I had a skateboard. I'm and jealous. Yeah, there was a <laughs> snowboard involved. Um, there was a lot of, um, like, two buns to make me look like an alien. Like, yeah, it was. That's awesome. Lipstick. Eyebrow ring. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you had you had it all. I, I was grunge, if you will. I think you should bring that look back. I'm trying to. Jenko jeans are coming back. Are are they really? Because now they that I can are. fit in them, I'll be very excited. I couldn't fit in them back when they came I out. Still fit into one of the legs of mine. That was always. I looked at the legs. I'm like, well, the legs would fit. Just the waist. I could just fit them. I could fit them upside down, like that. The oh, circumference okay. of 
the the one leg is probably my waist. They've they've come so far with with uh, at the big man store with the clothing. It's unbelievable. Because when I was first started going to the big and tall store in high school, I had no like. Yankee shirts I could get. They'd have they have any of that stuff. Now they have everything. Right, it was just like basics, right? Yeah, I needed like I I had to wait like for the rest of the world to get to get big. Like now everybody's mm-hmm. everybody's big. So oh I mean, God, everyone. So that's that's what I had to wait for, and you know, and it was I mean, the first Yankee shirt they ever had. It was like a powdered blue Yankee shirt, and it said Yankees across it. And my mom got it for me. And I was like, oh my God. They have Yankee shirts. And she's like, yeah, this is the only one they have. It's like this is what, this, this is it. This is it. This is all. This your is your Yankee shirt. No, and also with online shopping now, I mean, plus size options oh my God, for, I, I couldn't even imagine what it's like for a guy because it's so hard for a woman to find plus size clothes. And it's like, you can't even like, as a woman, I'm like, I don't even know why I would, where I would buy a man's plus size something. Cause I don't know. You buy men's clothes at like the gap or Macy's like that's all I know. <laughs> no, you can get them. Shopping. You can get them at JC Penney's. You can get them at Macy's. Right. But it's Kohl's. like, you don't, you don't really think about these things. Cause it's like, you have to know. And then as a plus size woman, I know that I struggle with finding things that fit me and things like styles that I want. And, you know, with online shopping, it kind of like opened a new world. And I remember I used to drive like an hour to Torrid cause there was only one Torrid and it was like the new store. It was like the cool store to go to. Yeah. Yeah. And, like that was it. And if you wanted plus size clothing anywhere else, it was like church clothes. It was like a muumu with like a giraffe print and rhinestones on it. Jo- Johnny Max like, oh, I called you Tracy Hawk. I guess he's. Uh, I was Tracy <laughs> Hawk. Hi, Johnny. Um, I have to find my old, um, my old skater pics. Yes. You, so <laughs> I got to see those. I really do. But no, like I, I, um, where where I shop now most is um believe it or not I buy wrestling t-shirts because wait a minute well, really I'll tell you why besides lo- loving wrestling I'm going through clothes very fast and I don't want to spend a lot of money and I wait until they do like buy one get one freeze or like you right. know five dollar Fridays I'll buy the old ones um just because it's cheaper to get a t-shirt in my size at that point than go than spend right, and wrestling it's cheaper to get a wrestling t-shirt. Well, again, a wrestling T-shirt, but yes, but no, they—they're expensive. The wrestling T-shirts. Me and no, me, I'm, I'm making fun of you. My nephew Rocco and I were rocking the same one this weekend. He had—he had a John Cena one. I had my John Cena the next day, and uh, that's adorable. Does yeah. your teen mom T-shirt still fit you, or do I need to get you a smaller size? No, it still fits. Uh, my, my don't worry, my belly is never going to let me get into anything smaller until I have a cut. Hey, off. Anthony, guess what? Me either. <laughs> Easy, so well, speaking of teen mom, that's kind of what I want to get into a little bit. Um, really? Tracy, yeah, I want it. Well, I want to talk about your, you know, it's not, it's it. about everything. This podcast, we're going to talk about, <laughs> we talked about some weight loss, but I also want to talk about you and I, I want everybody to uh, know about you if they don't already, because I think it's uh, a shame if they don't. Um, oh, but Tracy is the host of the teen mom trash talk podcast, as well as 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk, and only in New York, which, listen, don't be Ooh. fooled by the name. You can get you can it. listen to it anywhere. Wherever you want. And I don't think Tracy's ever made, like, the dumb sound at me before until that moment when I asked her, why would she do a podcast that you can only listen to in New York? And she's like, oh, Anthony. 
Oh, so, Anthony, you're special. Yeah, she's like, that's so cute. Um, no, you could listen to it anywhere. It's anywhere. about things that only happen in New York. And she kind of talked really slow for me. And I got it then. I did. Um, it was super sweet. And then I petted you. <laughs> so <I> was, like, <laughs> was Teen Mom Trash Talk the first podcast you ever did? No. So the first podcast I ever, ever, ever did um, was The Weekend Sex. Okay. And that's with our friend Alan Finn. I think he changes his name to Alan Fuchs. Sometimes he changes it back to Alan Finn. Um, <laughs> he's a great friend of mine. He's a great comic, really funny guy. And he was like, come do this podcast with me. It was his podcast that he had been doing. He was like, come co-host it with me. And I was like, co-host a podcast? Mind blown. Like, that was just so amazing to me. And he's like, yeah, we do it at the Champagne Room in a strip club in the city. Wow. I'm like, what do you, this is a dream. That's what this is. This is a dream. So uh, every Sunday, I would spend hours and hours and hours in the Champagne Room with Alan Fuchs and other comics and uh, strippers. And um, it was so much fun. That's awesome. That that really is. That is that, you know, for me, that sounds like an awesome uh, way to spend a podcast. I mean, I'm here in, in a room surrounded by wrestling belts and uh, <laughs> re- figures and you're in a champagne room at a strip club doing a podcast. Obviously, you yeah, win. We would interview like a lot of porn stars. Yeah, you win the studio um, uh, atmosphere on that one. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely win the studio. <laughs> I mean, it did smell like. Um, you know, the champagne room, which is not always the best smell, no. especially on a Sunday uh, afternoon. Also, after the weekend crowd, after everything was really... <laughs> it was really... There was a lot of wiping that I did. I okay. did a lot of wiping. <laughs> I know you especially. You probably had the hand yeah, sanitizer. Like, oh, this is so sticky still. I don't want to... Uh, <laughs> so we did that. And then right after that, I started uh, co-hosting Funny for Fido with Justin Silver. Okay. And uh, we used to talk about dogs. And then right after that, I did Neurotica with Justin Silver. So I thought Teen Mom was before Neurotica. I remember Neurotica, but I thought Teen Mom was before that. No. Okay. As we were doing Neurotica, I started doing Teen Mom. And then Teen Mom just started growing so much that I just kind of abandoned everything else. And I was like, no, no, this is my thing. Well, like, I, 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 I think why that podcast took off was because if any anybody who watches Teen Mom, like myself, I, I watch OG. I know you follow every part of... I'm doing Young and Pregnant. I'm doing Teen Mom too. Yeah, but from anything Teen Mom, what your podcast hits on is everything we do. Like we watch the show, we make fun of the characters. We can't believe these things are going on, what they're saying, and then you have a podcast about that that people can kind of go vicariously through you. Not necessarily, you know, because sometimes we feel bad saying things about people, but as comics, we don't feel bad about anything we say about anybody. And that's why I think people hit on with it. And it was like, oh, my God, I feel like after I watched the show, I could tune into a podcast and I could it's like I'm talking to my friend, you know, like we're having the same conversation back and forth. And obviously, when you started the podcast, it was with you, uh, Noel, and Gabrielle was on at the time. You guys. Yeah, I think she's actually watching, too, Gabrielle. Is she? Gabrielle, if you're watching. How how you doing? Um, Hi, Gab. You guys, you know, it was that you had that while we're sitting around the table just talking about. A TV well, show. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean, so what happened was um, Noelle and I would watch the show. I mean, we were watching since 16 and Pregnant. We've been watching for, I don't know, what is that, 12 years now? Yeah. And as soon as the show would air, we would have to, like, you know, I'd be like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? And then we would have our phone call. And we would just, like, go back and forth. And then years later, Gabrielle started watching. And then she joined in. And then there was a group 
group text and it was just like I, it just came to me one day when I was like this is a podcast this is a podcast like let's just do that see Gabrielle's uh she just said hi. yes hi hi Gab um but yeah this and, and that's what it is it's just people like talking trash about these shows and it, we're saying things that like you thought but you were like I'm not going to say that out loud because that's not very nice <laughs> and then <laughs> here we are Oh yeah, and it's and you did the same thing with ninety day fiance, and day fiance. and I and I've been to your your live podcast, and the fans are awesome, and they love what you're doing, and they feel like that I connection with the show. Be more grateful, yeah, I couldn't be more grateful. Like my listeners have become like my friends, and we have we have this group on on uh, Facebook that you're in as well, Aunt. Yes, and oh my god, we have so much fun in these groups. It's become like like a support group slash best friends slash like, you know, we, we have the regular teen mom one and then we have the secret group, which is like, I don't know, 400 of my best friends. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, Tom? Uh, he's Tom saying what's up. Uh, yeah. That, that's cool too. Like you have a, a secret group of Patreon members and I, I and, and people don't know, um, you know, how good of friends me and Tracy are. A lot of the new things that are going on with this podcast is because of Tracy. It's her advice. And her helping me along, like I started my Patreon page. So if you want to, you know, come a member, you can go to Patreon.com. Yeah, make sure that you're subscribing to Anthony's Patreon because the thing that people don't realize when we're doing these podcasts is we're actually, you know, we're producing content for you guys. And it's your uh, way of supporting us. And it's just, it makes everything so much better. You know, um, we could update our equipment and it's just, you know, kind of like supporting us for our time. Yeah. And it's just so important to support artists, especially now that, you know, we're not getting, um, you know, the kind of gigs that we used to get and for you guys to sit home and listen, it's just so much easier. You don't have to buy a two drink minimum. You don't have to do any of that. Just like a few dollars a week. It's less than a cup of coffee. Yeah. I mean, I, I do $5 a month and it's, it's an awesome membership. You can get it at patreon.com slash WW podcast. And I'm, I'm, I'm releasing bonus content. There's gonna be another bonus episode this week, especially when I have a guest on, I'll go, I'll come on during the week and I'll give you a bonus episode. I released my full, unseen uh comedy uh album that i filmed that never got released it was a dvd we did oh yeah you guys you're gonna get so many perks like mm -hmm. it's literally like subscribing to someone's life it's so much fun and also you get into the secret group that anthony has and it's a community it's like mm -hmm. support and it's a community and everyone gets to know each other and it's like a safe space that you could really share yeah and I... let me tell you something when it first started people were like ah I don't know. These are strangers on the internet. We are literally 400 best friends. Well, right now. I, I saw it at the live podcast. People are coming in from other states there and from every, other countries, every countries and they know, they all know each other and it's, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like, you know, what WW has with Instagram. And I'm trying to bring that over to this because it's just another, especially now during this time where we can't go places and have that in studio workshop meeting. It's another place to go to be connected to people. And like I said, I learned a lot from you um, with podcasting uh, just recently, you know, trying to make this podcast the best it can be. And, and that's just because your success, I see your success with pod, you know, how well you're doing with it. And it's really awesome. I just wanted to acknowledge that while everybody's watching. Anthony, thank you so much. And also let me just say your other podcast, um, that you had with Bill was one of like the first podcasts I was ever a guest on. Like that was so oh, really? exciting to me. I remember, yeah, I never used to do really, really do podcasts. And I remember doing your podcast and I was like, ah, I could do it, but I'm not like a real working comic. And you were like, sure you are. And I was like, nah, 
I wouldn't really say that out loud. I was like, don't say that I'm a comic. Remember this? Yeah, I always get I always get so mad at you about that because you are a comic. Yeah, and look, I, and you look at you now though. You run shows. You all over. You're doing shows all over the place. You really let's stop it. You, so, that's why I said to well, you. Well, now I feel I feel a little bit more confident. But like you know, when we all start out. It's like, you know, I don't know. It's just that imposter syndrome. Yeah, but you never had that. Like, you never were an imposter. I never got that feeling from you an imposter. You know, some right, people. But I feel like sometimes with your podcast, like, you always say, like, oh, and this one is successful with their podcast. And it's like, Anthony, you are successful with your podcast. I, you, I, like, look at all the people that you bring together. When you hit your 200 pounds, yeah. how many comments, how many messages, oh my God, how many was, likes did you get? It's, it's like, besides the first episode I ever did, it's the highest downloaded episode that that I, that I have yeah, you have you have literally thousands of people that are supporting you in your weight loss journey and it's all through podcasting it's like the craziest thing that could ever happen oh it's amazing and like like you like your like your support like your fans and supporters my followers and everything that they mean the world to me too and I couldn't do it without them and it is it's true and it helps me it keeps me accountable I have to come on here every week and Good or bad, right. share things I with them. To you. I'm like, what are you going to do? Quit? You're not allowed. Ha ha ha. Yeah, because like, the one thing I've I've done in in show business that's somebody successful, I can't, I can't, I can't quit you it. Can't quit. You have you have no choice. Do you know how harassed you would be? Could you imagine if you were like, all right, guys, well, you know what? I'm just struggling these last few weeks, <laughs> so I'm out. People would riot. I think in the streets. Yeah, they absolutely would. It would be uh, it'd be it'd be a riot, but. It'd be, you know what? Not that I want to do it. It just, I would, it's kind of like you want to like see into that world. Like what would it be like? Yeah, absolutely. And guys, uh, I had a private conversation with Anthony and I promised him that I wouldn't share this, but here we are. He said that if you guys don't join the Patreon, that he is actually going to quit <laughs> Weight Watchers and he's going to give up <laughs> on everything. So Anthony, what's that link one more time? It's patreon.com slash podcast, or you can find it at www.podcast.podbean.com or my website, Anthony cool. D. Live. Guys, make sure you're joining the Patreon because we really can't, like, this is our leader. This is our fearless leader. And if he doesn't keep gaining and losing weight every single week, I am going to flip out. Tracy's my hype, man. She's, she's, I gotta, yeah, gotta bring on the road and get the hype. I'm like, you gained seven? Yeah, you gained seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah. But that's, you know, it's it's true, though, with like, you know, we're, we're doing, you know, everybody's trying to stay creative during this time and everybody's trying to, um, you know, can do things that are somewhat creative and, and stay, you know, staying in the mainstream, so to speak. Like you're doing, I see more podcasts than ever now. You're being a guest on podcasts, this one, and I just see you all over. Like you're, you're busier now than you were before. I am exhausted. I feel like I'm running a podcast mill. You know how like puppy mills are just <laughs> yes. like, overworking puppies and like killing them and drowning them. I feel like I'm running a podcast mill out of my dining room. Yeah. Every time I call you, you're, you're recording. I'm recording every time. So you and I used to talk every single day uh, after work. So you get out of work like, like 430 or whatever. Yeah. And I would get my phone would ring and it would be Anthony. And once in a while I'd be recording and I couldn't pick up almost every time you call. Yeah, you're, you're recording. And it's awesome. And I, I absolutely think it's awesome because, you know, during this time, you know, what's and listen, every, and everybody, my whole thing about anything in life is we adapt, we adjust, we move on. Bad week on the scale, we adapt, we adjust, we move on. Something doesn't go your way at work, same thing. Now, 
as comedians, middle of a pandemic, we can't go perform at comedy clubs. What do you do? And I've seen people do comedy shows online, which I'm not yeah. comfortable doing. Some people are comfortable doing it. I'm not it. very comfortable doing it either. But I, I th- did it. I've done it. It's yeah. just a little strange to me. But I think putting content out like podcasting and videos and stuff like that, I think that's where it's kind of going now. And Yeah, absolutely. And Anthony, I actually did last week, I did a live podcast on Zoom. And I think that you and I should talk offline about you doing a live podcast on Zoom because we had so much fun at the live podcast. Yeah. Um, and it's just like the coolest thing because like all of these things are things that you just don't have to leave your house for. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's awesome. Like it's, it's, we have the technology to really do anything now online and, and through the internet. And, you know, I would definitely think about doing something like that, but I, I want my first live podcast to really be a live podcast with this thing. Like, you know, I would. Right. So listen guys in 2026, we are totally, <laughs> it's going to be at Madison square garden. Cause by that time, Anthony is going to be a bodybuilder and he's probably going to have his bodybuilder competition that day. <laughs> So right directly after the competition, I'm going to go backstage. I'm going to wipe the iodine and baby oil off of him, and he'll just do the live podcast. Okay, there we go. That that'll be. Yeah. Uh, I, listen, I wish I was a, a bodybuilder at that point. That'd be awesome. You never know. I might never be, know. This competition. Maybe I'll be in the bikini competition right before that. Well, we'll take the trophy in both. Yeah, I mean, you know. I don't know what kind of trophy they're going to give have for me cuz I'm going like in this shape. I don't know. I'm just going to be like I'm going to be like the the girl that joined the boy scouts. You know what you know what I wanted to ask you and we didn't get a chance to talk about this really. Um you saw Adele, right? Her recent picture? Yes. Okay. Now what is your feeling as a woman about that picture? Is I it- think that her weight is not my business or your business. Okay. Because and I think that your weight is not my business. And I think that my weight is not your business. Unless you uh, engage me in a conversation about mm-hmm. it, it's just not anyone's business. You know, you and I were friends for a very long time. Like, I never said anything about your weight. You never said anything about my weight. No, because it, your weight had no impact on my life as far as us being friends. I wasn't going to be friends with you or not friends with you because of a, a number on a scale. That's, that's stupid. Right, because it's not my. I mean, listen. If you wanted to, I'm, I'm sure. Like at a obviously at a point, we did talk about weight together. Yeah. Um, but I would never bring up someone's weight to them. Mm-hmm. And I read an article not too long ago, and it said that you should never compliment anyone, um, unless they're like publicly celebrating. Right. So I think that you publicly celebrate your your losses. Yes. So that's a different story. But if you're just losing weight. And you're not talking about it publicly and you're not saying anything about your weight publicly, whether you're big or small or medium, um, no one really should say anything to you. And I kind of, I didn't know if I really agreed with the article because I'm like, well, if someone's, you know, say someone at work, right? Like someone that works next to you, Mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh man, you look great. Are you losing weight? You lost a ton of weight. You look great. That's kind of like showing them like thinner is better. Right. And also is the person sick? Is that why they're losing a ton of weight? Well, are they dieting? Are they sick? Are they depressed? Like, what's going on? You don't know what anyone. Oh, no, I doing. get that. But, yeah, but Adele though, like she like, she posted yeah, a picture. She was smiling. She was happy. She was like, you know, and I think that's just 
And people took that like as an attack on them. And that's why I wanted to see like, did, did, like when, if you see pictures like that, of, does it bother you? Like, is it? No, I, I love, I actually like pictures like that just because I personally, I am on a weight loss journey mm-hmm. and I would love to, I would love to be smaller and I'd love to be fitter and I'd love to be more healthy. Right. So when I see a picture like that, I'm like, oh, wow, if she did it, I could do it. Like, you know, you have to look at things like that, but also like, instead of even people that, that were happy for her, you know, people were saying things like, Oh my God, she looks, she's so much thinner. She looks so much better. Well, I mean, it's like, Ooh, ooh, that's, that's like a backhanded compliment. And when you see someone right like that and how you just exactly what you said, you said she, she lost a ton of weight. She was smiling. She looked happy that those are the compliments that you need to give people. Well, I got a compliment recently that they're like, Oh my God, keep going. You're so handsome. You got to keep losing weight. Yeah. Well, okay, like, well, that's not nice. I said, but they don't real people don't realize that they're saying things right. like that. So I think I was handsome before I, I was 200 pounds heavier. I mean, the same face. It's the same, you know. I'm... Anthony, you are always so handsome. I used to talk about you to every single person. All of my friends were like, oh my God, he's so cute. <laughs> um, and it was never like, oh, he's so cute, but he's so fat. Or like, you know what I mean? Because that's what people say and they think it's so great. And especially, let me tell you, females get it all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I, I know get comments like, oh, you have such a pretty face. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. My face. Right, thanks you. Then you. You hear it in your head. You hear it, but. Yeah, but. I mean, I, I've heard the same. I heard that my whole life. Like he's got like, you know, I remember the first time I really, it really bothered me was when I was probably like 19, 20 years old. And this kid, I was one of my friends, her, his girlfriend's friend was over. And like, you know, it was kind of like, a, I guess they were trying to set me up type of thing. And my friend said, like, what do you think about Anthony? And she goes, oh, he's got such a cute face. Like, wow. uh, yeah. What does that mean? Is that... See, the problem is, is that you do. So it's like, I also want to take that as a, you know what I mean? Like you do, you have a great face. Um, and for a guy, it's kind of, I don't know. I just think about things so differently. And I think that women really do. And no one really understands how much most women just look at a guy. Yeah. They're not like, oh, I don't know, man, he doesn't have a six pack. I'm not saying that all women don't. But I really never had a friend that's like, oh, no, he's not in, like, great shape. I don't want to date him. The women that I know are usually like, ooh, he's chubby. Like, that's very adorable. Yeah. Oh, look at this. We got you know, a compliment so from Lindsay. You're both good-looking human beings regardless of your weight. I'd hit both of you. Wow. Look at that. Tracy, ooh, we can actually I get in on this. Lindsay. I would also – I also would. <laughs> right? Is that what the guys say? I would. Yeah, I would. I would do it, too. I would do it. <laughs> You know, I posted and I shared the comment before uh, Kimberly said, you know, who was actually a guest on this podcast, um, said my favorite is same thing. You have such a pretty face and Kim's lost over 100 pounds. um, And I had her on the pod. I had her on the podcast uh, a few months ago and she's doing great. And, you know, it's just that those kind of compliments. I think, you know, if people mean it or not, it's it's backhanded. And they say things like that, too. And they're like, she has such a pretty face. What a shame. Yeah, what a shame. Shame. I'll give you a shame. Yeah, what's a shame about it? It's such a shame. Well, I mean, I listen, I think that it is, um, you know, there are certain people that you've seen that are overweight and people say like, oh, she's so fat. And I always say like, that is not her problem. Like, no. you know, like, like a shitty person. 
I'm like, her weight is not her. And I always say that, like, especially on these shows, like where we bash people and mm -hmm. people will be like, gosh, but she's fat. And I'm like, that is literally the least of her problems. Yeah. I mean, this, <laughs> there's a lot of people that have like, you know, more problems than their weight. Um, right. It's like, oh, I mean, even if she lost weight, like she's still garbage. Yeah. Thomas says twisted steel and sex appeal working on those goals. Thank you, Thomas. Um, yeah. And somebody here says, uh, what a shame. Uh, WTF. Exactly. Exactly. And you guys, you guys are seeing it here with, um, oh yeah. People actually do say that Michelle. People actually do say that. Yes. People No, it's, I've heard things from people after shows before shows. They, people don't have a filter sometimes when it comes to talking to somebody. It was with anything. I mean, you can have uh, either it's weight or if you have something grown out of your head. I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing. It's something, anything right. that they don't find in their realm of normal, they will ask sure. questions about. And I'm not saying people aren't normal. I'm just saying in people's minds of that. Right. Um, I mean, I'm excited for Adele. If, if Adele was out and she was on a weight loss journey and she's, you know, reaching her goals, then I'm excited for yeah. her. Well, I think she because is. Adele she's, is not, she's newly single. I mean, maybe she is. I, I don't know if she's spoken out too much about it. I think she did, right? Um, I, to... Yeah, and I, I did it. I, last week's episode was pretty much dedicated to that because it, it aggravated me more than anything, you know, because it, I just feel like it. Like you said in the beginning, you, the, you said the perfect thing that it's, it's nobody's it's nobody's business what anybody's no. doing. Um, so if she wants to do it and celebrate it, you should just be happy for her. Unless it affected her singing and you don't can't listen to her sing those songs anymore. Right. Then, I mean, then you, you can all the fat just got sucked out of her vocal cords. Yeah. It was like, maybe, it was like holding it together. It was like, man, never mind, I find someone like you. And then all of a sudden, yeah, it's like, it's, I can understand that, but that's not the case. She's going to sing. Listen, she's just divorced. She wants to go get herself a new man. Good for her. She's got the revenge body. Listen, also, I will tell you the best weight loss secret that a lot of people understand. A lot of you know. Depression. Yeah, depression. <laughs> depression is the best weight loss I've ever had. I think that my big, and this isn't even something to brag about because it's an actual awful thing. Yeah. But um, both breakups that I went through, like I lost more weight than I ever had in my whole life and effortlessly effortlessly See, I'm like the opposite. Like, you know we shouldn't talk like that because you know it, it does affect people um you know with body image issues and whatnot but like yeah i mean if you want to drop 40 like get your heart broken see that's like the opposite with me because i just start eating like i can't really? oh, yeah I, I get so upset i i get so upset that like the best i've ever looked are in just deep deep depressions yeah no i'm like the opposite because I, I i start <laughs> start eating and i can't stop and it's it, it i get like because i'm an emotional eater so that that's where that comes from with me we're all an emotional we're all emotional eaters right anything that you eat that's not just for fuel right is, is an emotional eat and then also like sometimes even if you're eating for fuel, you're choosing things based on your emotions. Very because true. Things make you feel good. So even I am an emotional eater, even if it's the opposite, because I, I eat when I'm happy. Yeah, I I used to do that too. <laughs> I eat any kind of emotion, and uh, that's the reason why I'm you're doing like, this podcast. I'm confused. What? <laughs> I'm confused. I'm Let confused. me have a sandwich. Let me have a sandwich. Um, yeah, well, it, it's the reason why I'm, I'm doing this is because, you know, obviously I have emotions and I eat and that's just the way it is. You and every other person in this entire world. Yeah. 
Um, right now, actually, what I would like to do um, before we end the show, uh, some of my listeners are good enough I, to send some questions and comments in. And this is, whenever I have a guest, this has actually become one of my favorite parts of the of the episode is to, to do the end with the questions and, um, you know, really get people's take on it. Steve says, Hey, Tracy. So he's throwing that Hi, out to you. Steve. I love Steve. Steve is amazing. He's a friend of, um, Mark's and he's amazing. Okay. You have, uh, Michelle here says, yeah, but they don't have a filter. Like I don't, but no, is that the way the normal behavior is? Well, okay. You guys can read that there. I'm not going to read the whole thing. That's a very, 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 very long yes. comment. Um, but I like her hashtag, which is hashtag Tracy saying people are garbage, which I agree with. Okay. So that's how it ends. And that's, <laughs> we'll start the questions with that. So we have one that says here, no question. Just much love. Tracy is the best. Oh my God. Who's that from? Um, I'm not going to say the people. I don't say the people's names. Secret just, admirer? Yes. Secret admirer of yours. They're all secret rich admirers. Man? Is it a rich guy? Yes. Oh. He wants to talk to you. Um, here's one pizza or tacos. Okay. I am gluten free right now mm-hmm. because I was having some issues, um, for my Hajimoto's disease and possible, um, uh, gluten intolerance. So I haven't really ventured out into a gluten free pizza, but tacos are pretty much gluten free. So tacos is the answer. Tortilla. And I'm a really big fan of a taco, really big fan. And I'm not just talking white trash tacos, yeah, like which real. is like the Ortega, which I do enjoy. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not but real I tacos. love like an authentic taco with like grilled steak or, mm. you know, some kind of uh, chicken, some stewed chicken or a lamb taco. I'm into it. Tacos. Okay. Um, that's, you know, I could, I could see that too, because pizza, I think you get anywhere and pizza is pretty much pizza, but like a good taco is like. Okay, this Good is... taco. The problem is, is that we live on the East Coast and we have great pizza, but we have garbage tacos. Yeah, we we uh, some tacos are just really, you know. Um, actually, the question here from one of the the online listeners here, they want some uh, your favorite Game of Thrones character. Thomas, do you think really that I watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> I know we don't know each other, and I know that you just said that, you know, it's nice to meet me, and I appreciate you, and I love you, and Thomas, you're probably the nicest guy in the world. He is. But... Thomas is uh, runs one of the, my favorite companies, uh, Dapper Effects. I was also on their podcast, too, last oh, week. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, the, the, their products are absolutely amazing. I smell delicious because I use them. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Thomas. He was not smelling great before, so I appreciate <laughs> Oh my God, I am literally not a gamer. I've never seen it. I'm not trying to brag because I know a lot of people try to brag, but I've never seen um, an episode of Game of Thrones. It's not my thing. I like um, I like reality TV. Okay. And also Steve reminded uh, us that he's not just Mark David Hirschman's friend, but he's my friend. But that's true. I was just trying to make the connection. Yeah. To Anthony, because Anthony's also. And Marissa says a good taco was found in Southern California. Is in California, Anthony? Yes, it is. And hopefully one day I will get a chance to go out there and uh, have a taco in California. That's my goal. Um, Here's an actual uh, interesting, is a good question here that actually I think some of the listeners might actually like to know. Um, What's the easiest, hardest thing about being a woman in comedy? Um, Okay, so. 
I think that being a woman in comedy is very difficult sometimes because you're not taken uh, seriously a lot. And it's also very, very hard to get ha be taken seriously because clubs don't book a lot of women. And even though um, people say like, well, that's not true. I understand that there are a lot less women comics, female comics, mm -hmm. but it is, uh, it is very, very hard to get taken seriously. It's very like, you know, people say like, oh, women aren't funny or they only talk about their vaginas. They only talk about their periods and it's not true. It's just absolutely not true. I think that I, uh, I am not like that at all actually. No. I don't think that you could say that I'm a typical female comic, whatever that means to you. No, I mean, you talk about, I mean, listen, you, you have to talk about being a woman because you are a woman. I mean, that's like, yeah. I talk about guy stuff because I'm a guy. I do, though. Well, I not, mean, but, I do, not necessarily. Like, it's my perspective. That's what I'm saying. Like, but that, ha like, you can't just turn something off. And, like, I can't turn my point of view off as a, as a man. It's just like, you can't turn right. your point of view off as a woman. That's, that, you know, when I think that's what, you know, you'll be doing the audience a disservice if you just went up there and told knock knock jokes. I mean, like, didn't cover sure. anything. Right. It has to come from, you have to have your own, your own voice. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think that, so something that I did recently was I did a show, um, and it was, uh, me and two other guys on the lineup mm -hmm. and the owner of the venue after the show, um, he went over to the two guys and we were, it was just the three of us in the room after the show. And he went over to the two guys and he was like, thanks guys so much. You were great. And then he just walked out. And he didn't acknowledge me whatsoever because a lot of times, I mean, something that you, you might not realize is that women are just not recognized. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's, and it's, it's, it's very strange. And you know, they were like, did that just happen? Like they were so embarrassed for me and they were upset for me. And I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, that is not like, I'm fine with it because this is, how it goes. It's how it goes. Used to it at this point. Like, you know, it, but it shouldn't have to be used to it. And, you know, uh, as leaps and bounds as people, you know, we've come, uh, sometimes it is, it's a step backwards sometimes when that, when it happens, things like that happen. Yeah. And I think that we have to deal with, um, some shitty male comics that mm -hmm. also treat us the same way. But I have to say like as many shitty people as I've met in comedy, like I've met so many more supportive, uh, women and men, you know, it, Without comedy, um, I always had like a skewed view of women. It was always like, oh, women are so catty to each other. And in comedy, I found the total opposite. I've been so supported by so many female comics that it's changed my views on female friendships. Yeah. I, I've seen that, you know, and I've seen that too with comics. I'm friends with women. I, and just, I think comics in general, it's, it's, a, it's a general support. It says like, we're all in this together. Because, yeah. you know. Yes. Male or female, at the end of the day, yeah, we're just trying like to get booked. Yeah, we're just trying to get yeah. booked. We're trying to get on there's, shows. There's way more good than bad. Yeah. So if you hear bad things about comedy, there's way more good to that. People just complain about the bad, though. Like, I think if, I don't think of you as a female comic. I think of a comic. That's it. You're a comedian. Right. I don't think of you as a female. I don't, and that's to say, like, because no one says, hey, he's a, he's a male comic. Well, that's the whole thing. So I was working at this one club and they said to me, okay, we can't have you on a show with two other women because we, or, or I think it was just one other woman. Right. And it was like, we can't have two women on a show. And yeah. I was like, would you say that about a man? Would you say I can't have two men on a show? And he's like, well, no, that's different. 
Well, you know what? I it just I think people now are just so worried about um, filling you know, ch- check marks now when they do a show. Like they 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 feel they have to do it. They have to have a woman. They have to have a minority. They have to have a what? You know, it's like yeah. instead of just putting the people who are the best for that show and they can do the job. It's, right. it's getting you like could that. Also, keep in mind. Um, you could definitely keep in mind that you went diversity. Yeah, well, actually, absolutely. Like, you know, I I like doing that. You know, it's funny because I started booking my show. I have a show. Uh, well, I used to have a show pre-apocalypse. Uh, I used to have a show in Astoria, and I booked it. It was a monthly show. And a few years ago, I'm like, you know what? I need to do. I need to start just booking women, and then like mm-hmm. I'll sprinkle some men in. And I'm like, well, that's not going to last long because I'm going to run out of really funny women in like two months. And I just never did. I never ran out. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, but that's the thing though. You'll, you'll always find, you know, you could, you know, you can always find different comics that you might not know that people recommend. Um, But like, you know, it's just, I think, you know, you, like I said before, you book the show, bookers just book shows upon who's going to do the job. And I've worked with, Female comics, um, like I'll just like Jessica Kirsten, I've seen murder rooms, and guys, you know, it just if I think funny's funny, and that's that's how I feel about comedy, and I just feel it's like anything. Else. You if you're funny enough, you'll get the job. If you're not funny enough, then that's maybe why you're not getting booked. But that's how I think about it. That's my point of view. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's do some more questions here. Let's see, blah 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 blah. Okay, all right. Um, Let's see what's a good one here. Um, this one's about me, Tracy. You can answer this uh, from your point of view. Uh, Anthony is called Mister Unpleasant, but he can uh, he he can't be that bad. So many love him. Is it true? No, it's not true at all. You, I I have found you pleasant since the day I met you. Literally, you know that I always tell people that. Mm-hmm. And every time you used to tell me like everyone finds me unpleasant, I'm like you have yet to be unpleasant to me. To you, yes. Yeah, but you, I've just not seen you unpleasant. Like, I, I feel like everyone's excited to see you. Like, you know, obviously, who loves gossip more than me? Zero people. <laughs> and no one's really ever said a bad thing about you. Okay. Like, where it's like, oh, Anthony's so annoying. Or, like, Anthony's such a nasty person. Like, never, ever, ever. Okay, I'll, that's a good thing then. Um, yeah, here, here's one. I disagree. Ziegler told us a funny story about Anthony. Do you have any you can share? Hmm. A funny story about Anthony. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, everything. Do we have any like funny stories? Um, do you want to share the, the birthday gesture? Okay. So that is a fun story. So, um, <laughs> back when I was a wild animal, we had some, we had like a little crew, uh, in comedy that we all used to hang out all the time. And, um, one night I was in the parking lot of a certain comedy club, right? This is how it started. Yes. And uh, <laughs> one of the very young comics was backing his car out of the parking lot and I flashed him and he almost crashed his car. And I did it like not as a sexual thing. I just did it like to startle him because it was silly. And uh, Anthony's like, well, that's not fair. I didn't get to see anything. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't sexual. It's not like that. And he was like, what do you mean it's not sexual? I said, no, it's like, it was like a friend flash. You know what I mean? It's like a friending. So what was it? Was it your birthday? Yeah, for my, it was my birthday was coming up. His birthday was coming up. And I was like, listen, I'll give you a friend hand job. 
for your birthday. And he's like, what does that mean? What is a friend hand job? I was like, it's like, it's not like a sexual thing. It's like, you know, like a friendly thing. He's like, what do you mean a friendly <laughs> thing? And I said, well, we'll have like a bunch of people there. And it's like, just like a matter of fact thing. You said, if you're walking just down the like street. Just, yeah, like we're walking <laughs> down the street, we have some friends. You know, it's not like, it's not like an intimate thing between you and I. And he's like, I don't want your friend hand job. Well, actually, maybe that is when you were unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> and he denied it. He denied my friend job. I did. Um, that, he said that that is not, he's like, I don't need your pity hand job. No, I don't, I don't need it. I was like, it's just a friendly, like, you know, if you wanted a friendly, I was just trying to show him that he was worthy of the same kind of friendly gesture that I gave the other comic. That's all. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So Thomas says, I don't think uh, men can do a friendly flash that would seriously be for, uh, <laughs> frowned upon. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think guys could do the friendly flash. Okay. So here, tell us something we don't know about Anthony. Is there anything that people don't know about? Uh, something you don't know about Anthony is that he's not nasty at all. Um, he's actually, uh, I don't know. I feel like we connect on such a deep level. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like we like so many of the same things. Also, oh, I will tell you this about Anthony. Anthony cannot describe anything, how it tastes. I need to know every single detail. Every time I see him make something, buy something new, I'm like, tell me everything. Go slow. What exactly does it taste like? He's like, it's good. It's good. <laughs> you should do it. Well, you know, like, what does it taste like? You're like, good. It tastes good. It's what do you... And then he really... <laughs> I will, he steered me in the very wrong direction with a certain maple syrup. I won't name the name. Um, and I got it because he uses it all the time. I was like, ooh, this is exciting. I found it. I bought it, right? And it tasted like liquid poison. And I was like, why I would like you it. eat that? They're like, ah, zero points. What are you, doing? you know what's funny? I was talking, I just brought that story up the other day. My, my friend Lauren asked me, um, how was something was? I'm like, it was good. She goes, what was the taste? I'm like, I, I don't ask me these things. I said, I can't. I don't know. Tastes like poison. It's I delicious. said, my, my friend Tracy always asks, like, I'll make something, I'll post it, and she'll text me, like, tell me everything about it. I'm like, it was good. I'm like, what, what is, I want to know the texture of it. I want to know, like, I always ask you about things that you make in the air fryer. I'm like, what exactly does it taste like? You're like, good. It tastes like good. It tastes I'm, like bad, at, I'm bad at that, yeah. Very bad at descriptions. Like, at directions, <laughs> too. I can't tell somebody how to get somewhere, and I can't tell somebody how to make anything. But, uh, he also doesn't like any kind of, um, Acidic uh, vinegar. Lauren just juice. said it here. Very she did the same shit to me. Yeah, Lauren, it's 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 a rocky road that we travel down with this guy. But listen, it, yeah, it, it's worth it in in the long run. I mean, that's why I put everything out there. Just make it the way you want to make it. Just make it. Here you go. Okay, let's see what else we have here. Here's here. 75 grams of strawberries. Just make them however you want. 75 grams of strawberries. Do do it the way you want to do it. Um, and that's that's the only thing we could do right now. Okay, let's see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Then we got a couple in here. Um, let's see. People want to know. People want to know. Why am I? Here we go. Okay, this is some relationship stuff, Tracy. Ooh. Um, they want to know, why do you think I'm single? Uh, I think that Anthony's single because he doesn't uh, cast his net wide. Okay, that's a good one. Is that a good one? Yeah. I think that you get an egg in your basket and that's it. Like all the eggs are in the basket. Um, I think that you have this vision of how a relationship is supposed to start. And it's just not how it starts all the time. Okay. 
Does that make sense? Yes, because we've we've had conversations about that. Like, you know, yeah, I think that just like meeting a ton of people and just like, you know, keeping an open mind to everything instead of being like, this is it, you know, now we date and now, you know, and now it's like you're very like black and white. Yes, I know that about myself. I'm in or I'm out. And it's like you just don't have to be anything sometimes. Okay. Just be. Okay. No, I'm not. Listen, Michelle said don't cast your net wide, but that's not what I meant. I just meant have an open mind. Yeah, I, I know what you're Tracy's saying. Tracy, like, if I meet somebody, like I'll tell Tracy, oh my god, I met this. And then, like, you'll, she's like, oh, okay, I, I like her, and it's like, well, do, do you? you? Do you know her? her? <laughs> right, and he's like, yeah, I know her. I know her. I saw her one picture one time. Uh, <laughs> it was on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know these people. It takes, and I always try to use our friendship as, you know, I'm like, you know. When we met, we got to know each other slowly as a friendship. Like things happen naturally. You can't force a relationship. Yeah. It's not like, you know, back in the day when we were younger, right? Like you meet someone, you're like, okay, I like you. Let me call her and tell her I like her. And then uh, you hang out with her. And then it's like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Well, that's actually somebody actually asked how we did meet. Uh, we met, uh, Anthony was annoyed that I was in his kitchen. That's true. <clears throat> he was confused. I was in his well, kitchen. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah. So we were doing this video. I don't know if you remember there was the no more commercials that were going on. That video. And so we did a play on it, but with like, you know, it wasn't about what they were doing. They were doing like serious stuff. We were doing like what we didn't want our girlfriends to, to do. And maybe I'll post it. You know, I can post it later for you yeah, guys. It was like called like no more women stuff. It was yeah. like silly things that, that women force their boyfriends to do. Yeah. So we were doing that. And I... You know, I I am a, I am a what do you call? It? I, I'm a private person. Um, I don't want people in my home if I don't know them. And I asked the person who was putting this video together who would be here. And it wasn't so much that Tracy was here. It was this other guy that was actually in the video. And I'll say that Travis Grant, who's one of my friends now, and I, I love Travis, and he's been on my podcast oh, many Travis. times. So like he woke. I'm like, who's he's this also kid? The guy I flashed. Yeah, it was him. And he was, if you know Travis, he's like, he's a bro. He's like, yeah, what's up, dude? What are you guys doing? You ain't doing it right. We're going to do a video. We're going to do a funny thing. I got some funny things to say. So I was like, who is this kid in my house? And I'm saying, I'm saying to my, I'm like, oh, who is this guy? I said, you didn't tell me who's going to be here. I don't know him. He's like, no, yeah, I got bagels. Look at these bagels. Yeah, I got bagels over here. So then, and then Tracy walks. I'm like, who, who's this person now? Everybody's like, Grand Central Station. <laughs> And then we actually we started we just hung out and we were talking afterwards and we actually had a lot in common and we became like friends like that that second. Yeah, I, I was in your kitchen and I was like, so what's happening at the decor here? I was like, what yeah. is, what's going on? I was like, did did something bad happen to you? I was like, do you want to go to Home Goods? And you were like, no, I like it. I like everything in here. I was like, okay, um, something bad. Maybe we could like redecorate. Yeah, which I'm not. I'm not redecorating, but uh, maybe that could be um, one of the reasons why I'm single. Because it's, it's you know. <laughs> okay, the reason why Anthony is single is because he has horrible artwork up in his kitchen, and also the 90210 poster directly above his TV as the main focal Hell point. Yeah, I wanted that. You know, it's funny. My um, my ex girlfriend follows me on Instagram and saw that. So saw the she's like, you said you wanted one of those. I'm like, yeah. I'm said the second you broke up with me, I put it up. I said, because you told me I can't have it. So I, I it's still up there. Um, here's a follow up question to kind of all that. What kind of girl do you think would be perfect for Anthony? 
Uh, I think a girl that doesn't take herself too seriously. Okay. I think someone who's just like really, really laid back, easygoing, uh, very silly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someone who has their own thing going on, but like also has time for a relationship. Someone who is into like similar things. See, I don't think that couples necessarily need to be into the same exact things. Like, I don't you know, either. You don't really need a Star Wars wrestling comedy fan because then it's like you could just date Nick. I would. I yeah. Married. That's what I'm saying. Like, but see, that doesn't always work though. You know, no, as I, cute I, as you guys look together. No, it's, it's, just, it's, it's true fun. because I think what I, what I kind of want too is somebody that would sit and watch those things with me. But like, I want them to bring something to the table that I'm not necessarily into that. I can now go experience with them. They could show me and teach me about different things. And then we have that back and forth. Well, okay, we'll do something, your thing. Then we'll do my thing. We could do this. So there's always something to do. And you're always learning about something new, new as well. So that's kind of what I would, yeah, I would like want. Something like a little bit adventurous, but like not too adventurous. Just, you know, I don't know. Just someone like very, nice someone who Mm -hmm. is i mean anthony i've never met someone like so you're like super kind you're super honest like you've never and you know i know obviously all of like the behind the scenes with any relationship that you've been in Mm -hmm. and you're always more than honest like there's there's nothing that you're hiding at all ever no i i I try to be as honest as possible it's a nice thing right but it's a nice thing to see that like you know you're not so many guys are just like you know, just a little slimy. Yeah. Just a little bit. And you're just not slimy at all. So I think that any woman who would be totally honest with you as well is, is great. It's a good match. Yeah. Thomas says, hold on to individuality. I kind of like that too. Um, yeah, that's, you know, that's what I'm really looking for. Um, nothing, you know, I don't, I don't want to date myself, like, so to speak. No, but, but I think that something happen- that happens organically mm-hmm. is the best thing because I think that, um, Otherwise, you get, um, I don't know, it just, it causes, I don't even want to say you get, but it just causes anxiety. You know, no, like, I, those, I do you know get that way. Say like, yeah, of course, but we all do. So I think something that you just fall into without really realizing, I think that you need to date a girl that, like, you're friends with, and then one day you're just like, oh. D- John Ziegler goes, I started and deleted 18 comments already. <laughs> Ziegler, tell us what's going on. Z- I want to know what's on your mind. Oh, your he combo. could he could tell you absolutely. Somebody, I don't want to say. Oh, because he's he's telling everyone why you're single. He know well. He knows. He's like he knows the same stuff you do. Like we had the same couple. Yeah, some, I know. You we always compare notes. You're always like, well, Ziegler said. Yeah, because it's it's getting both sides of it. Like where sometimes I'll tell him like I have an idea about something, like a somebody, right. and he's like, "Is it way out of your mind? What do you mean?" No, right. he's like, you know, and he's, I got to tell you, sometimes I question his delivery to you, but he's never wrong. Oh, I like that delivery. I need that sometimes. I need that. Uh... No, no, I know that. That's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, that's a little bit much. Like, I don't know if I would say that per se, but he's not. Well, wrong. I'm I'm used to that uh, delivery because it was the delivery I had, like, really the first time I met him. So it was like the, <laughs> the first spot I got at Governor's, like the first guest spot I ever got. I was like six months into comedy. And I'm there just doing FaceTime and they, John Trusen comes over and goes, you're going to do, do the man go seven minutes, try not to suck. I'm like, oh, oh my God, I'm doing seven minutes on a real show. Like, oh my God. So I, my closing joke and Ziegler told it on the podcast too, but I'll tell for you guys that are listening and kind of get his delivery. Um, 
I, I, the joke is about me had my penis being three different colors and comparing it to Neapolitan ice cream. And then the closing line was, too bad it doesn't taste like it. And that was my closing. That's what I closed with. Good night, folks. Like, thank you. Good night. So he comes up wow. to me after the show and he goes, hey, you know, I think Jokey closed with. He goes, maybe don't do that. I'm like, to close with? Maybe he goes, don't even open with that. Well, he goes, don't even middle with that. Exactly. He goes, he goes, I go, what, to open? It says to close with? He goes, yeah, or ever. <laughs> and that was, that was the first <laughs> thing I ever, like, that was the first interaction we had. So I, I, I look for that. I, I appreciate that. Here's actually a, a good question that I think you would be very good to answer. It's nothing to do with me. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll end on this one. Um, what is the biggest surprise of running a podcast? Something people wouldn't know. Ooh, that is a good question. I think that uh, all of the work that goes into it and all of the backend marketing and posting, like, you know, it's, it's, I love doing people's podcasts because at the end of the day, like, I shut my computer off and like now it's your problem. Yes. You know, okay. I'm going to, sh- I'm going to show have to, um, you have to know the audio part of it, meaning like the setup, you know, even Anthony and I had a little bit of a mic check and, you know, we got to figure out the tech issues at first and, you know, you have to do all of that and then the uploading of the podcast and then you have to write the description. I mean, everything you, you think like, Oh, well that takes two minutes. That takes two minutes. That takes two minutes. And it's like, no, it actually all adds up. And then the stress of promoting it, the stress of my biggest fear ever. So my podcasts go out, um, I put them up Sunday night, but they go out Monday morning. And when I wake up on Monday morning and I get text messages, my fear is always like, Tracy, the podcast is broken. Tracy, (laughs) you forgot to, and it's happened. It's happened before where it's like, um, hello, like what happened to the podcast? And you're like, oh my God, like I totally, you know, didn't press publish or, or whatever yeah. it is all of that and then also the the just do you know how hard it is to actually promote a podcast very hard it's very hard yeah you know, the recording is one thing anyone could do that but i think that uh keeping it fresh thinking of topics thinking booking guests like everything that you say takes one minute adds up to many 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 hours yeah i mean absolutely i mean it's and michelle says yes i was thinking that i think that often trace because you know you put I mean, just multiple podcasts. And I've done multiple podcasts at the same time, too. It, it's, it's a lot of work. And this, it goes back to something that I was taught when I first went to broadcasting school. They told us when we were preparing to do our, like, our mock radio show, we had like, if that was our final, mm-hmm. do a radio show. They said, for whatever time you're on the air, let's just say you have an mm-hmm. hour of airtime, you better have two hours of material prepared. Because things can yeah. go in different directions or it goes faster than you think. Um, so I have that. And I always, I took that into when I started doing, you know, internet radio and then podcasting as well. I always have that old radio mentality of like, okay, if I'm doing like we, I had things written down. We didn't even talk about tonight because who knows oh, where the, of course I do that yeah. all the time, especially and, with like a free form podcast where you're just chatting throughout the week i have i have notes in my phone of like anything that i want to like my um i have a secret podcast on patreon for our our patrons only Mm -hmm. and sometimes i sing like i I was i don't know if you know but i was in many many church choirs when i was younger every single song in my head is religious it's very (laughs) scary um (laughs) and when i'm when i'm in the bathtub a lot like one just pops into my head and I'm like, Oh my God, I gotta get my notes. I gotta, cause I gotta sing that on the podcast. Yeah. That's... It's like everything that happens in your life. You're like, 
Let's talk about that on the podcast. Let's yeah. talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, all week long I'm writing stuff down that happens during the week, that things I want to talk about on the podcast. And it, it's and I do it with comedy too. Like, you know, if something happens in your life, you write it down. But it, I think what people don't realize about podcasting, and we kind of talked about this last night just on our private conversation, um, like anything else, people think it's easy to do. And oh, I'm going to get a microphone, I'm going to no. talk into it, and I'm going to do a podcast. And I'm going to be, people, everybody's going to listen. It's not, it's not the thing. You have to bring something to the table and you have to have something that's educational for your listeners. And then especially now, I think in the, in the world we live in where everything's so interactive, you know, you have to give even more of that to them. Like, you know, and that's another reason why I did the Patreon page um, from your advice was because now I give them bonus episodes over there. So besides yeah, what you get want more and more content, yeah. but something else that people don't realize about podcasting is just because you are a funny comedian does not mean you are a good podcaster or a good podcast guest. Exactly. Yep. It's it, I've had, I've had, I mean, very, very funny comedians, uh, you know, that I've done podcasts with or done their podcast mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, Oh wow, this is not good. Yeah, or just even people in general that you th- that you know you, th- you have a good rapport with. Like I've had, I've had people that that you know my personal life have great conversations with, but I've had them on a podcast, and it's like okay, it's like you know I'm really yeah. I'm really have to steer this. Like, this was effortless to me. Like this was like I prepared. Like, of course, I prepared everything, but like this was effortless um, because you are so great at, at this and what you do that I knew that this would be yeah. not necessarily an easy podcast, but it would be. Um, you know, something that I would enjoy doing it, but just kind of go, you know, back and forth like we've done. Um, let's see. Thomas says all patrons receive one friend flash <laughs> one friend. month. <laughs> yes, Thomas. That's, report you. They report me. That's what they, it's a new thing they're going to get. That's the, 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 the flash every month. Um, speak, Anthony, when's your birthday? My birthday is August 7th. Really, it is. So, guys, just know that Anthony's birthday is coming up before you know it. And what do you want for your birthday, Aunt? I want them to become members of my Patreon. And also, yeah, no, listen, he was telling me that private. I didn't want to, like, put you on the spot. But he was saying that he wants everyone to become a patron for his birthday. And also, he wants a five-star rating and a great review on any platform that you listen to the podcast on. Yes, I do. I mean, I... And I post those and you see me post. I, that really means a lot to me. Like, and you, the thing, the great thing about my, that my followers and the people listening to this podcast, they're almost like psychic. They know when I need it. Like I'm having a bad day. I'll get a review and it's like, okay, I'm doing something meaningful and it means a lot. And it put, I put that right. up there. So I share those um, with everybody because I want them to see, first of all, I'm, I'm, it's more not bragging about like people liking my podcast. I'm bragging about the people that like my podcast. I, yeah. I, it's it's so much it to be honest with you like I've never felt better in my life than like getting good re- I mean getting bad reviews is the worst but getting a good <laughs> review is such like a like a genuine like when people like tell you or even when people message you and they're just like hey thanks so much for helping me through a bad yeah. time it's like oh my god so so Mary uh, Mary wants to know how old I am I'm 40 years old actually I'm I'm 40, but I'll be 41 yeah. in August, believe it or not. Uh, oh, look yeah, at Nicole's, uh, Noelle's August Noelle. 10th. I said Noelle. Noelle's August 10th. All of, every single one of my friends almost is like the first week of August. Leo's, week of August. what's up? What's up, Leo's? That's how we do it. 
Noelle is a co-host of two of my podcasts, my trash. Yes, podcast. so definitely go check out Tracy. Tell everybody uh, before we leave where they can find you. I want everybody to sure, know where they can find you. Follow me. I need you to follow me. Actually, uh, my birthday just passed, and what I want for my birthday <laughs> is for you guys to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Trixie Tuzini. T R I X I E T U Z Z I N I, and you can check out my other podcasts: Ninety Day Fiance Trash Talk, Teen Mom Trash Talk. Or if you don't watch any of those terrible shows, you can check out my new podcast called Only in New York that I host with uh, Hemza from Keith and the Girl and Andrea Allen from the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. And also, you could check out uh, all of my projects and all of the merch that I have for sale at TracyCarnazzo.com. Awesome, guys. Definitely go check Tracy out. Tracy, thank you so much. For being Thanks on for the podcast. Me, I had so much fun. Oh, I love was, you and I miss you. I love and miss you too. I can't wait till we can hang out again. I know even when they open New York back up, um, you are going to want to wait still even more time. Yeah, I'll have to get one of those, the boy in the bubble suits. But we'll, 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 we'll make it work. We'll make it work. It, I, I know you. I know. Listen, I had a cold one time and Tracy said, you mind doing the show next month? I said, no problem, Tracy. Let's like, wait like six more months. Okay, yeah. Cool. Okay. No problem. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in on Facebook Live and thank you for listening on your podcast listening devices. This was episode 121 of the WW Bro Podcast. As always, you can find the show at www.podcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And like Tracy said, five star rate and review. I want to read them. I want to see them. Go to Tracy's podcast. Do the same thing. Support, support everything right now, guys. It's this is what's keeping us going is is the podcast and your support in this time. Comedians, we can't get on stage. But we're coming to you from podcasts, so show that support to those those venues. Put it out there. We're putting it out. Put the content out there. I want you guys to take it back and listen to it. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single "Something to Believe." My best friend Nick wrote this song. Definitely go check it out. You can download his new band Demon Scar. He's got all his content up there as well. Only one place to go for your deli needs, Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Get yourself an Uncle get Cheese. The, get the Uncle Cheese. Get the Uncle Cheese. And ask my brother Mike how he enjoyed a cigar the other day. I'm sure he'll want to talk about it with you because he loves to talk to people when you go in there and buy sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> once again, Tracy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate you being on the show. And uh, everybody who tuned in tonight, your comments, your questions, thank you guys so much. I'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye, Tracy. Bye.